0: Orbit's Corner here on a Thursday. I apologize. Thanks for bearing with us. Uh, no winging it this week. We had busy schedules. And summer, you know, it starts to drag on when we've only got baseball, WNBA, tennis, and golf. So I'm fine, but most of you are uh, counting down the 100 days to NFL training camp. Um, but basically, I kind of wanted to give you, the audience, a sort of midterm report as we're halfway through year number two since Corbett Sports Entertainment's inception. And I, we, the team here at CSE, uh, always trying to improve the product for you, the listener, viewer. Um, So what we want to do, kind of an awkward way to announce it, uh, we want to do a set content schedule. Well, you've been used to kind of getting winging it in audio form, either Wednesday night, Thursday morning, video, usually Thursday or Friday, Um, no winging it this week. So you know we're announcing this set content (laughs) schedule, but it's probably going to be a one or two week rollout. Um, If you are a listener to Winging It, you can expect your podcast still every Wednesday night Uh, viewers of winging it on youtube usually had to wait until thursday or friday as i said but now the set day will be tuesdays okay so we're likely again we're going to be a few weeks behind on the video as we're going to record our next episode uh this coming wednesday podcast will be there but you know if you want to kind of sit it out you you will get the video every tuesday and then you get bombarded with clips if you miss an episode if you're not a fan of winging it Follow us on social media. Maybe you like me talking about stocks, me talking about sports gambling, sports talk, which you get here. Um, but you follow you know, our various accounts, see something you like on Winging It, and then check it out. So you're going to see more of a set content schedule. Again, we're not trying to make it harder for you to listen or view, um, but we're just trying to get a little bit more. That way, we can get out the video on Tuesday. Sometimes when you get it out on a Thursday. Uh, People miss it on a Thursday. They're not likely going to check it out on Friday. And and everyone's kind of checked out from social media or at least try to be on the weekend. So this way we at least get kind of everything out there Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, bada bing, bada boom and start pumping out stuff more akin to the work week, so to speak. Um, Okay, so, and again, we're, we're trying to do clips and challenges. We started as a podcast company or just a podcast in general, right? I was like, hey, you know what? I might as well. Uh, keep talking instead of on the AM and FM radio waves, I might just talk to you know my audience, what everyone's listening to to podcasts, et cetera. I still enjoy radio, but um, you know this is an ability for me to just sit in front of a microphone and do what I do. And uh, on my own schedule, which I love, not just a set time, everything's on demand. But that's what it started as, and you know we've quickly grown and widened our approach to a digital content company. I recognize the value in podcasts. I also, came to recognize the value in YouTube and digital media clips, video. Um, I think that is key as well. So it's kind of diversifying the product a little bit, but you know the key core um, of our company is digital content creation, podcasts. We have the TV product on YouTube, challenges, vlogs, uh, and just our personalities, right? You've met the team. You've seen these guys. I'm interviewing. I'm uh, bringing on to chat, bringing on to cut it up like a couple of menches, Um, you know, so we're basically, I like having our own guys, our team, Brendan, Jack, Bursick, Austin, uh, you know, Verde, Joey, we're all kind of like our own personalities, our own brands. And we work under one umbrella and it's just putting all our different minds collectively to work to entertain you stuff to look out for this summer in terms of you're always going to get the podcast, right? Sports talk, sports, gambling finance once a month. We're going to talk to a crypto bull this month and maybe a crypto bear the following month. So that's going to be excited. So that's on the podcast kind of side. But outside of that, videos, betting for dummies. Well, it's basically you could just put me in front of a microphone and give you picks, and that'll probably be akin to the title. But I'm going to kind of break down a video that is going to be like the books explaining something for dummies, just kind of laying out the lines of uh, how to sports bet, For, you know, most of you, a lot of my friends and everyone that consumes this are already into sports betting heavily. But if you haven't and you want to dip a toe in because it's only getting more and more popular, more and more legalized and mobile betting throughout the states, um, you know, kind of one by one is a domino effect. Um, you know, this will kind of give you the basics. Not not telling you how to bet, but uh, you know, or where to put your money, but kind of laying out all the different ways you can, where to look, what to look for, etc., and just kind of breaking it all down so you can make a more informed decision on where to put your money how to find a value stock another video i'm going to kind of do breaking down all the different tools that you can utilize just on the internet just to kind of make your own informed opinion on the stock market and various different companies that you may want to put your money into investing mtv cribs i'm going to do kind of a spoof mtv cribs video Uh, for youtube of my house here in minneapolis new sprinkler system yes um bottled water challenge this is going to be coming to you probably this week i uh obviously one of the rare people that like dasani water uh it's kind of our own take uh spin off of the coke challenge that uh jack did except it's going to be even harder right it's just going to be water uh i don't know i think I, i think i might have uh some success there. We'll see. I'm going to Alaska in exactly a month. I will be bringing the 5K camera. I will be creating a vlog. Look how many people this is going to be the 50th state for me. I'm crossing it off the list. My brother beat me to it for all 50 states. We used to be a road trip family when we were young um, across the US. I'm jacked. You know, people, you don't really see much shit out of Alaska. Uh, and I'm going to try and bring it to you, my audience, uh, some cool stuff there. I'm going on a cruise kind of around Alaska and the glaciers, stopping at various different spots. I think that's going to be awesome, right? We The Scottsdale vlog was great. That was kind of me golfing the road to 80. I've got the full bag. I'm putting together some sub 45 kind of front and back nines, but I haven't put together a sub 90 full 18 yet, but I'm getting close. I've got the, I've got a new hybrid. I went four, went the three and five. I've got the hybrid in the three. Now wedges. I finally got my new wedges where I'm more of a ball picker than rather than leaving divots, love the wedges. Holy crap. I went a little 49, 43 yesterday. So the back nine definitely gave me a little bit more confidence that I can break 90 and continue on the road to 80 kind of next step on that would be like um you know i could see how far i can get just kind of watching youtube videos getting out there as much as i can working on my game myself then once i start hitting that wall which i think i will be around like 85 or something who knows maybe i can get to 80 then i start seeking out lessons you know try and really learn from a pro fine-tune my game the real Consistency is the issue. It's just, you know, sometimes I'll hit a great fucking drive and then I'll literally just duff one or slice a four iron, you know, 90 degrees to my right and ruin the hole. So it's about consistency. But I'm going off on a tangent, as you know, I like to do. Um, yeah. So the Scottsdale kind of golf vlog. And then we went to more of a scenic vlog down in Florida. Uh, I think it's going to be a little bit more scenic like Alaska. You know, I'm trying to show you the sights and sounds of a state that not many people ever get to go to um so i think that's going to be pretty cool but yeah i'm not bringing the sticks maybe there'll be some videos of me playing blackjack on the celebrity cruise tables uh, we'll see uh okay and then so exploring alaska that'll be coming probably july or august and then uh it's the summer merch drop sporty ball shirts i've been repping them out to twins games i'm getting hella compliments they're comfy as hell baseball sleeves are in Uh, fire shirts joey made an incredible design limited quality that's what we're kind of doing with the merch drops is limited edition drops you're not you're only going to get one chance to get it and obviously we had the corbett sports entertainment hats which were hot seller but they kind of came at the end of winter now no one's going to buy those in summer right Um, But we've got you covered for winter. Now we've got you covered for summer with the wing and its short sleeves, which, again, we have just a handful left, so make sure to get that. It's all going to be part of this limited edition Birch Drops, and it's the all-new CorbettSports.com, where you can find all of our content in one place. Joey redesigned it. That's part of our set content schedule coming out. Um, which is going to be, you're going to be able to kind of go on there every day, like ESPN.com go on there. You can see our bets in one place. You can see uh, stock news in another, you can catch up on winging it and uh, check out the merch store, Jack D's selections of the week. He's always got you covered on what content you can watch uh, whether it be on Netflix or Hulu or Paramount plus. So a one-stop shop where you can get all of our content in one place. Um, and again, we're going to get that merch store optimized. So once we drop the sporty ball shirts and the koozies, which are awesome too, I mean, you need a koozie for summer, um, obviously. Um, so those will be the Corbett sports entertainment. What happened there? Uh crossover koozies, which will be dropped this summer as well. So all that excited. We're thrilled. We got our first sponsor here in year two. We're thrilled. We love them. I want to keep growing. I want to keep adding new sponsors. Uh, you know, is talking just kind of goals with you ahead. Stuff products. I like that you will, I know that you will too, right? I'm not just trying to, you know, grab anyone here, money there. I'm I'm basically accept- want once sponsors for people I believe in, products I believe in, products I use and love myself um, because I'm not going to give my audience something that I don't use, something that I don't like, someone I, uh, a company I don't believe in. So again, I'm always looking to grow, um, you know, and that's, that's part of the game, right? That's how you make money in this digital media sphere is through advertising where you don't have to, you want to keep everything free for the person, for the audience, uh, don't want to put them behind a paywall, but, how do you keep things free? You add the advertising, right? But I again I've told you how I want to revolutionize kind of digital advertising too. It's just not don't skip ahead through a 30-second recorded read that's the same thing every time. I want to tell you each and every day something different about a company I believe in. And again, that's up my friends at mycustomheart.com. You guys know that by now, promo code Dylan gets you 20% off any order. D Y L A N. So uh, support the people that support us. Gift for your and how do you do that? Gift for your girlfriend, fiance, wife. What do you need? You need promo code Dylan at my custom heart. I'm telling you. How about your mom, grandma, mother-in-law? Promo code Dylan, D-Y-L-A-N, my custom heart. That's you know, that's the thing. You want to support us? You wanna, you're a listener, you're a watcher, you like what we're doing. How do you support us? You want to, you know, support the something that you enjoy that you enjoy on a weekly basis, daily basis. Uh, you support the people that support us, and it's just if you need to get your girls a gift or your mom something nice, utilize my promo code, save some money, and there you go. It's a you're helping out my custom art. You're helping out me. You're helping out your mom. How about that? Uh, that's how you show your support to us. And also buy some merch. I mean, how about that? We greatly appreciate it. Yeah, that's the thing. The limited edition drops is uh, winging it. We had a guy comment saying he's listened since day one, and that's crazy for how many iterations we've been uh, over the almost 70 episodes now. So we greatly appreciate it. We thank you all for making this possible, even bigger and better things to come. The best thing you can do for us is promo code Dylan and buy something of CorbettSports.com too, as well. My custom heart, get you the promo code Dylan, D-Y-L-A-N. Obviously, those are the gifts for your special someone. And then the CorbettSports.com gifts, you know, that's for you. That's for you. That's, that's your little secret, the podcast that everyone should be listening to, but you discovered first. Um, that's the other thing too, is, you know, tell your friends and family about us if you enjoy what we do uh, and you think they will too. We're trying to take over the game and word of mouth advertising is greatly appreciated. Well, this is Corbett's Corner. Hope you indulged me there for the uh, midterm report on the company. But now let's get into some sports, obviously, what you've grown accustomed to here on the corner. I thought Boston was the better team going into this series. Uh, they were the dog. Everyone was talking about the Warriors dynasty. Uh, you know, it's set up. It's set up for this, for Boston to take a 2-1 series lead. I don't think it's over. Well, I kind of do more on that later, but uh, let's analyze the series. It's, um yes, Steph, Cle- Steph, Cur- Steph Curry clearly was the best, is the best player on the floor, right? We knew that coming into the series, and I think he's shown that through the first three games. But just look at the seven guys on each team that the they respectively rotate, right? Tighter rotations now, it's playoff basketball, it's finals basketball. The Celtics starting five alone should tell you a championship contender. I mean, you got Tatum, who's a star. You've got Jalen Brown, who's a borderline star. Marcus Smart tore apart college basketball, and he's turned into a great NBA player, like an above-good, above-average NBA player. That dude is a solid starter, and now he's got a Depoy Defensive Player of the Year award hanging up in his accolade locker, too. So, I mean, there you go. Al Horford, he's won two titles. With the Florida Gators, right? We haven't seen that done. Ever. God, will we ever see that done again? Uh, long career, veteran, winner, all star, and then you got Time Lord Robert Williams. That team is that's ridiculous. I mean, that that's like an all star team. Now you've got Steph Clay, right? Obviously Hall of Famer, but this isn't the same Clay. He finally had a little bit of a good game. He started hitting for deep last night. And it wasn't enough. His defense is gone after that Achilles injury. Draymond Green—he has stolen the headlines from this series. Uh, but he's been a—he's ta- been more of a talker than a performer. Two games—he's had notably bad games. Um, again, it's—he's doing the little things where he's gluing that defense together. But when you're not scoring points and you're putting—you're fouling out and you're begging for technicals, you're not doing your team any favors. Um, and meanwhile, the Celtics have their kind of all-star five, and then you got Derek White, who's a starter. You know, he should be start; he'd be starting on almost any other team coming off the bench. Uh, and you got Grant Williams, who looks like he might be a mini Draymond uh, in terms of rebound toughness, <laughs> barking at each other. But he's also got range; he could step out and make a shot, which Draymond seems to have lost here in his old, old age. Um, you know, is Draymond a podcaster? or a player. Uh, he plays terrible in game three. Now we're all in wait and see mode to see all the excuses he's going to make on the Draymond Green show. Um, and here you go. So that that's the core that won three titles, right? Uh, well, now instead of Kevin Durant, you've got Andrew Wiggins. Uh, yeah, wow. You drag Wiggins to an NBA Finals. Uh, but obviously he's not doing anything here. And they're going at Wiggins. They're going at Steph. They're going at Jordan Poole. The Celtics are having terrible third quarters. The Warriors are still destroying them in every single third quarter. But now that's two fourth-quarter performances in game one and three that the Celtics have just – the Warriors scored 11 points in the fourth quarter last night. And they sat there – they were down like 10. They sat their starters with two minutes to go. They're like, see ya um Steph apparently gets injured there late I might you know I was watching the game kind of on mute, doing other stuff and I guess he got injured I can't bode well for you know the Warriors going ahead um yeah so instead of Kevin Durant you have Andrew Wiggins and then here's your bench well you got Kevon Looney who yes is an NBA champion but he's Kevon Looney uh Jordan Poole is quieted down after he erupted at the beginning of the playoffs Otto Porter's a nice piece but it's Otto Porter and then Gary Payton, uh, the second coming back. I think he's still injured. He's not had a very good series. I think they rushed him back. Um, so what can we expect for the rest of the series? Steph's injury? Yikes. I, I'm still going Celtics in five. I think they, well, they're favored in game four at home. I think they get it done. And then it's like, okay, Golden State, you're staring at 3-1 uh you've given up a 3-1 lead how motivated are you going to be to you know win that game at home Think you how motivated are you going to be with an injured Steph uh you know I could see the Celtics sweeping at home going up 3-1 and then saying hey we're going to go and win this thing in Golden State uh I don't think they're going to get cute and try and you know win it and raise it together with their fans in Boston that's why I'm leaning Celtics in five I don't know Um, could be crazy again, the Celtics, I just think because they had such a poor start and then they were obviously the best team in basketball towards the end, but the poor start kind of overshadowed that you got a rookie head coach, but he's not really a rookie. I mean, this guy learned under Popovich for so long and he's showing just veteran kind of coaching so far, Brad Stevens gets kicked upstairs. What's he going to do? What does he know about running a team, not just coaching, Uh, It looks like he uh, did a pretty darn good job Uh, and they might win the whole damn thing as an underdog. It would be one of the biggest underdog preseason underdogs uh, futures like 50 to one to go on and win the title. Um, And right now it's looking like they have a pretty damn good shot. Um, Yeah. I just think the Warriors supporting cast doesn't hold up to what the Celtics are throwing at them right now. So that's the NBA. Let's take a look at the NHL Stanley cup playoffs. I do want to talk to my guy, Lil PD from Crane uh, on Twitter, JP Georgianis, um, in the person in real life, right? We uh, got to get him on here. We got to debate some NBA. He's been absolutely on fire these NBA playoffs. He's shooting me tickets where he's just raking in C-notes after C-notes per game. Uh, hundreds of dollars. He's been on fire. He thinks the Celtics get it done, but he's going Celtics in six. He's a great NFL mind as well, so we're gonna have kind of an NFL preview eventually as well. We'll make some, we'll lay some wood, we'll throw some cash on some preseason NFL futures too, divisions, win totals. Uh, so that is on the horizon for Coach's Corner. That's the other thing, uh, Coach's Corner, Corbett's Corner. I used to host Coach's Corner uh, up in Rugby, North Dakota, on Saturdays. Um, that, that's the other thing too is you're always looking to improve or improving the product for you. I like interviewing guests, so if you have guest suggestions, too, I think we've had great success uh, with people on multiple across the podcast, winging at core trades with Evan Scales, which I encourage you to still check out our most recent interview, our most recent podcast on core trades. I think it's a great conversation and still kind of holding weight here as we're just treading. Uh, water here to begin June on the overall market, but back to the sports and let's head to the ice. The Avalanche are too good. Stan Kroenke, this mother bleeper. He's going to rip his uh, St. Louis Rams away from the city of St. Louis, the most dangerous city in the world. It says, um, you know, represent. That's what's crazy. I mean, I get, you know, there's parts of St. Louis and obviously D St. Louis, you don't want to go, but I never felt like in danger ever in my life living there. Uh, going to Cardinals games, but hey, you know, that's the stats are the stats. But he rips away the Rams, they win a title in LA. He's also an owner of the Avalanche, and wow, he's gonna raise the cup there too. Great, but they're raw. You know, I like watching the Avalanche, it's uh, good for them. It's been a couple of decades, and it looks like. Well, they are the odds-on favorites to take it home. So they're going to rest up again as all of a sudden this Tampa Bay series is crazy. Don't look now, but the back-to-back champs are not going away. Talk about resilience. Down 2-0, you come home and, like, clockwork. Just get it back to 2-2. And now I think all the pressure is on the Rangers again. But credit to the Rangers. When they've had their backs against the wall, they've done great things to make it this far. And that's a solid team as well uh battle of the goaltenders obviously battle of home ice every home team has won so far are the rangers game five tonight going to be able to get it done i think it might be tampa i think it might be tampa um and i also think it might be tampa to squeak out the series overall uh and then holy crap are we in for a stanley cup final really either way it'd be great even if it was abs rangers but You know, the lightning going for the three-peat against clearly the best team in hockey, uh, these playoffs in the Avalanche, I think is going to be the better matchup for the fan. Basically, a third of the way through the MLB season. What have we learned? (laughs) Nothing. The Yankees and Dodgers are really good. Uh, Baseball starting to turn into these other sports with the regular season just not mattering because they're adding postseason teams. It's so fucking long. I forgot what a 162-game season is like. We're not even, we're a third of the way there. Um, I went to i I've been to a couple of twins games in the last couple of weeks. I saw them beat the Royals and I saw them get waxed by the Yankees this past week. They won last night. I went to game one um, before we were standing in line for dollar hot dogs. Didn't you hear crack of the bat judge Homer 20 seconds later, crack of the bat stand, break out the tape measure. The Twins stink. Congrats. Uh, Even if you win the AL Central, you're not going to beat the Yankees. Uh, The Astros are going to laugh at you with whoever you throw out in a potential postseason series. Um, It's all about who has four starters that are going to shove in October, followed by a solid lineup that's going to take great at-bats. Right now in the AL, that's Houston and the Yankees. They've done it year in year out, it seems. Um, and again, the the Twins. We've been laughing at the pitching rotation forever. Someone told me Dylan Bundy was the Cy Young after uh, he had two starts that were okay, and now he's disgustingly bad again. Uh, whoever you throw out, Cole Sands, the dude that gave up all his home runs to the Yankees, like whoever you're going to throw at Chris Archer. No one's afraid of the twins except the AL Central because they are so damn bad. Um, so let's look at the uh, and then Tampa that was my preseason pick to win it all. They're just doing Tampa things quietly winning seven games back in the division because the Yankees have been unreal. But again, Tampa's Tampa, they're solid, they're solid. Um, here come the Braves my last season uh, preseason future that actually cashed as my world series pick. I don't, I think losing Freddie Freeman hurts. Yeah. They got Olson. I like the rotation and I still don't think, I, I think the Mets are vulnerable. They do this to us every single year. The twins do it too, where it's like, okay, great. Flash in the pants, start everyone's thinking they're great. Mets, especially last year. And then they fell off a cliff, missed the playoffs. Um, I still don't trust them this year. Uh, I, for the Yankees, that would be awesome though, is that we got the subway series 22 years later though. Um, but I still don't trust Aaron Boone in the playoffs. Dave Roberts has a short leash too, even though he did win it in the pandemic season. Uh, Padres, they got to show me a complete season. Same thing as the Mets last year. Uh, they fell apart at the end. Remember Tatis and Machado were fighting visibly in St. Louis as they were on a terrible September slide and ended up missing the playoffs. They look good this year. That might be the most underrated pitching rotation in baseball right now. Like that's that's a rotation that could win in October. You just gotta get there. Complete season. Uh, gotta show it to me. The NL Central is a joke. The Cardinals are the Cardinals. Uh, you know, winning and losing, hanging tough in a weak division. Brewers don't scare me. The Dodgers do. Uh, you know what? Great, we make the playoffs. We face the Dodgers. We're t- we face the Giants. Scare me. They've had our number in the last decade. It's been over a decade since I won a title, since I got to celebrate one of my teams playing well. Um, yeah, so Cardinals. Again, check back with me in another 50 games and we'll be in the same freaking spot and then stand pat at the goddamn trade deadline. The Angels have lost 14 straight. They have fired Joe Madden and they're now playing nickelback for every walk up trying to get rid of the streak it did not work who's the next guy to do absolutely nothing for a franchise that has the two biggest stars in the game Otani it's it's crazy he will have his third manager now somehow in like a five-year career in the majors um slumping a little bit after he started started out hot he's been a better pitcher than hitter um but he's still way above average at both so why not let him do both? You got the pundits who never talk baseball on ESPN, the national shows. No one ever talks baseball until they want to get the Otani clicks, which I love the Otani clicks too, but I'm actually a fan of Otani. These guys are like, hey, he can't be the face of baseball because he's not from here in the United States, which just made no sense. It was just so myopic and so you know, tone deaf of a statement. And then you got, he should stick to pitching or batting, pick one if he wants to be the greatest ever. Why? What? Are, why are we trying to get this guy into the establishment? What? Why are we trying to, you know, put this guy into a box for what we want him to be? I think he's one of the greatest things that has happened to baseball. You got Shohei throwing on the cowboy hat, doing celebrations. His teammates love him. Uh, God, he's like, you just look it at him. And he's got this baby face with just this mammoth body, and he's just a pariah. He's stealing bases. He's gliding like a gazelle in the outfield. He's pitching and slugging. Let him do it. Uh, I don't think the problem with the Angels is Otani. I think the problem is the Angels, as we've stated uh, throughout the course of the last five years. Um, who's the next guy? How are they going to fucking up some more? Who, Scott Cervais? Uh, I don't even know. I just went for the comedic name there, but. The manager is a puppet now, but here's the thing. Why not get you a puppet that will do whatever you say as long as you have the right people in the front office telling them what, you know, hey, here are the analytics. Here's what to do. Here's who to bring in when. Not Joe Madden trying to do his own thing where he's intentionally walking Corey Seager with the bases loaded in just a bonehead move, but Joe Madden thinks he's smarter than everyone. Not so fast. Does he get another job? I mean, Buck Showalter got another job, so I get he he'll, he'll get retread somewhere. Girardi, is he going to get another job? All these guys, these names, they all stink. They never did any winning anywhere. I know Madden won the title with the Cubs and obviously got to a World Series with Tampa. some more Madden's a fine manager. I that's more of my Cardinals bias uh, slipping in there. But he was terrible with the Angels. He was below 500. How are you that bad with the two of the best players in baseball? MVP awards, a third of the wins of the season. AL MVP, Aaron Judge. Locke for right now. I don't know Locke uh, overall, but he, uh, it right now, Corbett's corner. He is the AL MVP. It's going away. Leads the majors in homers by like five. He's got 22. The NL, Paul Goldschmidt. Had the streaky start. He had a bad April, and now he has had a blistering May and into June. He's on fire. He's the clear-cut NL MVP as of right now. The Corbett's Corner Awards, a third of the way into the season. Um, But he's streaky, so... Let's see if he can not fizzle out and then have one of these cold streaks before eventually – let's put it together for the full season. It's been incredible. He's up nearly 350 in terms of batting average. The homers are there. He's doing it in a pitcher's ballpark for his home stadium. Goldie's been awesome. Cy Young. Let's go Sandy Alcantara, former Cardinal, who we should still have. Stupid in a Verlander for the AL, but watch out for Martin Perez, the waiver ad of the century for my fantasy baseball squad. Uh, Look, you know, he's not just going five innings, five innings, five innings. This guy's got more quality starts than Verlander as almost as many innings. The walks are higher. He's not a big strikeout guy that might hurt him and give the edge to Verlander right now, Uh, but watch out for Martin Perez. And he's doing it on a terrible team. The Rangers. Rafa Nadal wins the French Open, Roland Garros, and now is a shot at the Grand Slam, which Djokovic had last year, but lost in the U.S. Open final to Daniel Medvedev, and I was there. It was crazy. I lost so much money on Djokovic. It sucked. Wimbledon at the end of this month. I love it. Tennis, baby. I love it. Uh, People thought he was going to retire after the French Open. Like, they were speculating it was the last time we'd see him in Paris. Why? Why? He's clearly still waxing the competition. Um, Rafa Nadal, will he be able to do it on grass now? That'll be interesting as Wimbledon's next up here at the end of the month. Um, This live golf stuff is nuts. Uh, More money. I I don't know what I would do. Uh, Don't want to take money from people that have been accused of killing uh, journalists with a bone saw. Uh, checky chalky record but you know it's like they own newcastle their their money is extending into various different not just sports but you know geopolitical scenarios so i understand these guys looking for a payday saying wait well they're kind of just looking at each other it's like well if he's gonna do it i guess i can do it the names aren't interesting because it's obviously the names but it's names of guys that simply can't really win anymore. DJ's probably, I mean, Phil just won, you know, the open or the PGA championship two years ago, but you know, he's, that's obvious for him. Go Phil's still, obviously a face. He's still obviously a huge name. He moves the needle, but not really on the PGA tour. So if you want to make a splash with a new new guy, go get Phil guy, notoriously, you know, not very, uh, you know, is thrown around a ton of money right you know go read up on his gambling pass so that makes a little bit more sense Dustin Johnson coming out of what can he not win anymore where he has to go and get this bag and go be the guy that was a name where it was like holy crap Deshambo can't win on the PGA tour anymore he's obviously still a name go hit bombs on the Saudi tour or live golf and that's fine you know I'm interested in it you know sh- is that make me a bad person for being interested in the Saudi back league I don't know <laughs> you know it's a real conundrum and it's a real uh kind of tugging at things i love the pga tour so i don't know what all these guys have a gripe about too um i don't know it's it's a tough scenario uh you know i guess they are they playing right now i want to i want to bet on it like the uh live golf invitational but then they're suspending them but they're allowed to play the majors because it's not run by the pga tour and then it's run by the usga I don't even, it, it, it's a mess. You know what? I just can, the best golfers just get out there and play. And maybe that's what Liv's trying to do, but that it seems like they're cheating. They're, you know, Lee Westwood, like, come on, what you can't win anymore. So you have to go be in this 20 person league with, it's like free money for them. You know, I like the guys grinding the rookies out on the PGA tour. Scheffler do it that way, you know, beat the best. Uh, grinding on the PGA tour. Don't go and be Patrick Reed. You know, are we going to really crown him for winning again? If he went, if he's beating uh, Taylor Gooch and a bunch of amateurs or washed up players, if he's beating Phil um, confusing, it, you know, is that the fall? I, the PGA tour is awesome. What? I don't want that to crumble. What are we doing? It's shaking golf to its core right now. And many of you have already probably stopped listening to me because it's golf, but I love it. I love it. Sundays all the time. Well, football is obviously taking precedent, but more times than not, Sunday, one of the many TVs in my office has golf on for a final round of whatever tournament. And it's got the sound on. It's got the sound. Corbett's Corner, thank you, the listener, for listening slash viewing. Content schedule coming your way. Exclusive merch drops coming your way. And as always, my friends at My Custom Heart, Um, promo code Dylan, D-Y-L-A-N. They've got some great products there. I'm thinking about Kelsey tested out the bath bomb and said it was incredible. I got to get up there. I'm not a big bath guy, but I'll give it a nice review there for my boys at my custom heart because they make some fire products and they get it to you and they get it to you on the cheap because you're using promo code Dylan, D Y L A N at checkout on any order. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Corbett's corner winging it. We'll be back for the podcast on Wednesday evening, and then we'll get some clips out to you as well. In the meantime, take care and brush your hair. Uh, I stole that from Cooge on TikTok. What happened there? See ya.